Yeah. Recording there. Recording here. My original audio is on. Ah. Let's do it. Dan's looking jacked up. Good for you. Someone you idolize takes you under their wing from day one. And after that, I'm going straight to hell. Enjoy the show. Lime. Duh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's do it again. Baby. Um, uh, this girl, where am I at? Oh, hey, welcome to the Comedians Wrestling Podcast. I jumped, I jumped the gun there. Uh, the podcast where comedians dissect wrestling to an unhealthy degree. I am your host, the host with the most viral stand-up about professional wrestling, Dan Black. The funniest podcaster in the motherfucking universe. If you turn off my podcast, I'll fucking kill you. A.K.A. the modern day goof and spoof Haraja coming at you like Cleopatra, like I already said. Gabba gabba wee. Gabba gabba wee. Gabba gabba. Yo. There's a storm brewing, babies. There is a storm brewing, and that storm is the Cow Podcast presents DZ and Friends Summer Slamtacular, August 21st. In motherfucking Vegas, after SummerSlam, right after SummerSlam, at The Space. Tickets are available right now. From what I've heard, I think we're about half sold out already, from what I've been told. Um, so get your fucking tickets now, because uh, what do we got? A couple weeks? We're like three weeks out mm-hmm. from the show? So get your tickets now. Uh, you can see the links at, at COW Podcast, the links at, at uh, Dolph Ziggler's link, at, at, at his socials, at Heel Ziggler, um, on my social, at Dan Black Attack, and also just look uh, Google the space and DZ and Friends SummerSlam Tacular. You'll find it. We know how to get tickets, right? Do we need, like, tiny URLs anymore? I don't think so, folks. Uh, yeah, so check. That's what, that's what we're plugging. Plus, patreon.com slash means wrestling. Get access to our bonus episodes. Get more content. Support this podcast. We are grassroots. You know all this shit. We got a lot to cover today. Many would argue too much to cover today. And uh, first thing, yo, he's here, man. The nasty one. Nasty Newman in the house. What's up, bro? How about it, Dan? Ah, uh, yo, how about it is good, man. How about it is what I want to say. Good. good. How about well, it to you? Just, we just have you today, so that's good because I got I got want to oh, nice. jump. I actually like uh, man. I'm sp- I'm fired up right now. Just jump I right want to jump right into Hero a couple. Oh Rock my god! Oh, couch. I'm sorry. There is just one more thing. You've got two people on the show today, Dan, and actually one of them is the cow heavyweight champion. Yours truly, sponsored by truly, Jason Shabira. How you guys doing? I'd Pretty like good, to welcome man. me back to the show. Actually, you can let the you can you can you can cut the me cut my music cut my music. All right, all right. Yeah, uh, welcome Shebs. Welcome, welcome back to the show, the Cow Thanks, Champion. Friend. Um, hey, as you know, we're talking about the, this show in three weeks in, in Vegas, right after SummerSlam, uh, the DZ and Friends SummerSlam Tacular tickets on sale now. Uh, Shebs uh, is actually the main event of this uh, of the That's event. Right. He's hosting the uh, mainland coronation celebration. 
Sponsored by Truly? It's the mainland coronation celebration of yours truly, sponsored by Truly, brand hard seltzer. And it's going to be awesome. I mean, Vegas is a party town. Truly is a party drink. It's the drink of the summer. And I'm required to say that, but I also believe it with my whole heart. So it's going to be a great, great time. Honestly, you know, it's not even about me. The whole show is going to be great. DZ and Friends is a great comedy show. If you've ever gone to one of those Ziggler shows, like on those big wrestling pay-per-view weekends, super fun. A lot of great comedians. A lot of great stories from wrestlers come, and that's super fun. And then, I, hey, Dan, by the way, for people who love Cow and love like what we do as far as the wrestling element of it is concerned, you have a big match coming up. It's you versus Nick Tulo for the number one contendership. And that's the um, co-main, or what? That's are you the co-main. That? That's one below main. I am, in fact, the, so you guys are going to duke it out for, I guess, a shot at the title one day, TBD, and then after that, main event, mainland coronation celebration, which should be really fun. I'm glad you guys are going to be at the ceremony. I know that's what kind of moved the needle on these ticket sales. I've got so much fun stuff planned for the coronation. By the way, have you ever been to a coronation, like in England, Me? or no, I've never yeah, been, like when actually. when Prince no. George was born, or whatever that you know the other little royals they have little coronations for them. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm getting one. And mine's going to be in Vegas. Now, a coronation, a, yeah, what yeah. does a coronation entail? I mean, like. So it's, I, sort of like, it's, when, it's sort of like a coming out party. It's sort of a, a how do you do. It's like a little debutante ball situation where you walk down the steps holding your daddy's hand. It's to like meet and greet the universe and say, hey, I'm here, and it's awesome. Um, for me, I mean, as you know, I won this title, this prestigious title, during the pandemic, so I didn't get to. I was like Drew McIntyre. Like when he beat Brock Lesnar, there was no crowd, there was no roar. So. I just thought it'd be nice for me to kind of have that fan pop that I deserve. And then for the fans, I know there's a lot of Shabroniacs in the Jabroniacs. A lot of people want to come out and just see me in person with that belt, like see my title reign so they could say, hey, I was there. Hey, I saw Shebs with that belt because no one was there at the matches. I mean, obviously at Calmania 3, we had a crowd of, you know, local brothers and sisters. We got the Hawaiian people were here in attendance and they loved it and they've embraced me and they love that match. And it's still known as one of the top five sporting events of all time on Oahu in the history. It's fantastic. But what I'm saying is that, like, the, the mainland. What are the other four? What are, what are the other? Well, Pearl Harbor, other? obviously, had a big, like, <laughs> boxing tournament there, like, right before, you know, things went south. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my God. I mean, without a doubt, right? And then also, as you, as you know, there's a Polynesian Cultural Center here. Uh, and they do luau's, and they sort of do, like, a, you know, just a... Um, teach people about the, the, the original culture and the habits of land, and they right. have a pretty robust sporting hi- history here, too. You can catch a lot of good uh, games and funs and events and stuff over there. Look, it's not about that. What it's about is the mainland coronation ce- celebration. We're going to have it all, man. We're going to have cornhole. We're going to have darts. We're going to have pin the tail on the donkey for the kids, because people want to bring that. People said, hey, a lot of the Trubroniacs have kids. Like, hey, can I bring my kids to Vegas? I said, sure. We've got some of the drag queens from RuPaul's Drag Race World Tour live at the Flamingo are going to be at the Coronation Celebration, um, celebrating me. It's really just be like an all-star event. I've got, you know that I rented out the Pope Mobile because I don't want to go through Vegas. First of all, it's Corona. Delta variant is still happening. So there's going to be masks. I want, I'm, you know, I'm not ready to, I don't like to come back to the mainland. You know that, but I'm doing is it for the, the Pope, people. Is the Pope Mobile COVID proof? I'm out to just well, it up. So the Pope Mobile is COVID proof, but the Pope actually has never been to Las Vegas. That's uh, that's. 
But they have. He so they can't. Have a, he can't yeah. enter. It's it's Sin City. It's well, the it's opposite City. of the Vatican. Well, but the problem it's not that he would that he he can't well, do. He's coming. What about he needs to bless this mess? No, what he could do whatever he wants. He's the goddamn Argentine Pope, and he's the best Pope of all time. He could do whatever he wants. The problem is the Vegas Board of Tourism was like, please don't come here because we're Sin City. If you come, you absolve all the sin, and then we're just a city. Then we yeah. got nothing to offer the people. So they kind of have a, a, a an agreement, a handshake agreement. However, there is a Pope Mobile here. And it's never been used because he's never been here. So I'm getting a pristine virgin Pope mobile, which is kind of a funny play on words there. Yeah. yeah. I got a virgin Pope mobile that I'm going to be just fucking my ass into. And I'm going to be the first guy to ever ride this thing. So, guys, if you like celebrations, if you like <laughs> ceremonies, if you like pageantry, if you love wrestling, like I said, it's going to be me, the Pope mobile, a bunch of drag queens, a bunch of truly brand hard seltzer, yeah, okay. games for all the kids. There's going to be a raffle. There's going to be. A roller coaster. We're building a roller coaster. I found pin a sweatband on John Cena. We on can, Amazon. Want, are we gonna play that during the corner? Yeah, we're gonna set a pin and tell the donkey. Maybe we get pin the sweatband sweat on, sweat on, on John Cena. Now, actually, Jason, what I what Jason, I have is I'm gonna, you can accidentally put it on Daniel Bryan or, or The Rock. Is that what the is that what I, the actually? Here? I said pin the tell the donkey. That would be what, really funny. What is actually gonna be? It's actually pin the streamer on Macho Man. It's you get you get a bunch of streamers and you pin them on Macho Man and guess what that motherfucker was covered in streamers so you really can't lose. Everybody uh, wins at the mainland coronation Sh- celebration. Shibiro, are you worried yeah. about drawing heat from Shawn Michaels? It sounds like you're sort of uh, you having all you know uh, tractor pulls and all this bullshit at your <laughs> coronation. It seems like maybe you're going to start stepping on some toes. You know what I mean? I, look, you know what? Everyone knows that Shawn Michaels is not one of my guys. I respect mm-hmm. him as one of the all time greats, but he's just not one of my guys and. Oh, God, is he here? Is he coming? Uh, Was he fucking uh, Beetlejuice? Oh, no, I'm sexy. Oh, that's right. I'm back, Jason Sabiro, your oh, worst man. fucking nightmare. No, you're not, uh, you're not my worst nightmare, Sean. I mean, I I'm your worst fucking... No, look, ah. we were getting along just fine. We were amicable. But now you've gone cross the line. You're stepping into my arena. You're trying to set up a, like some sort of parking lot celebration. Some crowning yeah. of you and your achievements. Yeah. And you're going to have... You have the audacity to not book... My company. What's your provide? Company? I provide attractions for. I provide attractions for parking lot based celebrations. You know this. I, I did, what's the what's that company called again? What's the LLC? It's HBK LLC. Not okay. hard to remember. I should have remembered that. Okay. You know what? You know what it was, Sean. The thing is, you're just not one of my guys traditionally, and look, look, I just I, thought I'd go with go with more local, like local Vegas people. Yeah, but here's the thing: you got to understand, man. I'm a pro wrestler. I'm a carny through and through. I'm gonna break your legs for stepping on. That's what this conversation is. Yeah, no, I'm not having like a like a businessman. I I stopped in here to let you know. If I see you in Vegas, you're going down. Well, I got news. You probably won't see me because that fucking eye of yours is creeping hard left these days. Uh, By the way, Uh, I'm gonna be in a Pope mobile, so I'm really not too worried about you. You know, you know where my you know where my eyes looking? Where? Where I'm about to kick your ass. To the left? To oh the left. Oh, my God. Those super kicks. Have been, he's been and, missing and, super and kicks. And by the way, like people are not talking about <laughs> he's, him. He's been missing super kicks. <laughs> he's like three feet left of the target. <laughs> the trick is you got to aim for the one in the middle. <laughs> he's been whiffing super kicks lately. <laughs> you got to aim for the one in the middle. That's the truth. He's when you're in contract. The... He can only feud with, uh, with, 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 uh, with like, uh, you know, stables. So he you got to understand. He can somebody. <laughs> You gotta understand what I see is like kind of like a hall of mirrors, all right? It's like mm-hmm. a, uh, it's like a fly, like how a fly sees. Right. So you just gotta kind of look. It's hard, man. Right. Look. No, I, I look. 
I, I feel for you, man. I do. I gotta go. I just want to let you know if I see you in Vegas, it's on, brother. It's on site. Okay, well, that's good to know. Hey, hey, hey I don't appreciate that uh, on site Oh, that, joke. Yeah, that's a, that's a pun. Sorry. Can I just say one thing, though, Sean? Um, I, I, perhaps I'm so hard on you because I fear my, I see my future in you. You were the sexy boy. And I myself am losing some of my hair and I'm losing some of my prowess. And I feel like I'm just sort of an aging fuckboy myself. So I just, maybe I'm, maybe I'm hard on you because I'm afraid of becoming you. Oh, Jason Silvertongue Shabiro <laughs> trying to get out of his ass whooping. I'm seeing you in Vegas, brother. All right. I didn't even know he'd be in Vegas. This is fucking crazy. But all right. Well, I guess thanks for popping in. Okay. Well, they, uh, Sean, thanks for coming by. Here's the deal. Um... All right, so look, not to mention, there's just one thing I want to say about this show coming up. There is the match between me and Tulo for the Noble Contendership, which is going to be, yep. that's going to be quick, but because, you know, I mean, Tulo's not even here. He's probably floating down Barton Springs. You know what I mean? I mean, face this guy down. hasn't shown his face on one episode. Fucking face down, probably. By you know, the way, I, mean, <laughs> I, I put this guy in a number one contenders match because I respect the, the buzz he's got for the pod. I respect what he's been doing. Yeah. He hasn't even shown me the courtesy of showing up one time. Well, he did at the very end of la- of the other episode, but I mean, come on, Tulo. Like, I don't think his heart. I don't think his head's in the game. I got to be honest. He's like not on the pod. Uh, he's playing dress up a lot, but he's not like I don't know. I thought he'd be more. I thought he'd be cutting more promos and just making it happen. Yeah. So anyway, that's gonna be quick. But there's gonna be tons of stand up on the show, and uh, Dolph Ziggler will be performing on the show. We'll have tons of special guests, um, and uh, and uh, I'll be performing on the show. And uh, yeah. So. Um, you know, going to be a great time. Get your tickets. Now, we got to move on to talking about wrestling because, uh, holy shit, did something crazy happen this week. That's right. Um, <laughs> Let me out, folks. Um, here's the deal. Bray Wyatt released so by WWE. Now... All right, you know this podcast not like a rumor mill podcast. Like, I mean, I know, would argue that we are. Yeah, we might be now, right? I would argue that we're a general mills. Uh, and, and what would be your argument? That we eat a lot of Cheerios around here. Um, I'm going to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Actually, You sure you want to go? You don't want to like maybe try to go out on top? No, nah, I'm good. Nah, that's a train wreck. <laughs> you guys remember this drop? I love comic books. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, so uh, <laughs> Wait, could, you just, could you just ask me what flavor real quick so I can cleanse the air? Yeah, what flavor? Uh, Palo Santo. We're doing no, I have Palo Santo. I thought you were gonna, gonna say. I thought you were gonna say honey nut. Duh. No, I got no, some no, Palo Santo no. as well. We're just we're just cleansing the air after that terrible joke, not befitting of a champion. Um, here's the deal. Bray Wyatt. So Bray Wyatt released now. Uh, yes. Okay. Do we, every everyone is now. Dealing in the realm of rumor uh, and, and innuendo. There's and also innuendo. a healthy amount of innuendo, which and is dirt a problem. Sheets. We've all, we're all a bit of Donnie dirt sheets now because right now wrestling, the hottest thing happening in wrestling is on the dirt sheets, right? You know, like the best sheet in wrestling right now is what is we're expecting to happen in terms of where wrestlers are going. And especially with WWE, like the releases are better than the show, right? Like right. in terms of entertainment. And it is interesting because I was talking to someone and I was explaining to them like, Oh, you know, they don't like totally get what we're, in, you know, what I'm into about wrestling or whatever. And then I'm like, I was explaining like what happens outside of wrestling is equally as important, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. And that is like in, in, in 
prime display right now. Like for everything. Everything. Like, so, and we'll talk more about that as we go, but let's just focus on Bray Wyatt. So, like, yeah, what I mean is that, like, I've read what you guys have read. I've looked at it all. We heard that he was having some mental health issues. We had heard that. We've heard that. We, I read that he asked for more money. I've read it all. Right. But ultimately, we don't fucking know. You know? We don't know. But we, what we do know is that Bray Wyatt uh, is one of the best wrestlers in WWE <laughs> by far. A former champion, which, by the way, we should just keep pointing out that they keep letting champions go, you know, which is also a really interesting thing to think about in terms of, like, the, the, the title of WWE. And, and I think it, it, does bring, it does bring us to a place where we should start analyzing, like, how – what is the power of smarkiness, like, in, in today's age? Now, what I mean is – and we'll go back to Bray Wyatt. What I mean is – I think there's always this, like, thought process that, well, WWE, it's for kids. The average viewer really doesn't give a shit about, like, the lineage of titles and, like, the, the, the respect element that we care so much about, which is like, oh, he's a champ. You can't let that guy go. He's a champion. Like, oh, you can't pin him. That, and that, like, but the general audience is just kind of like, hey, we just want to see Cena and, like, fun colors and, like, cool entrances. And focusing on that is better. But they're getting to this place now, and maybe I'm wrong, where the amount of talent they're letting go and how that diminishes the value of the title for me, it's... And, and, and like, how I see a talent standing in the company and you're like, wow, they'll just let them go. I'm getting to this place where it is really affecting my respect and love for the WWE product. Mm -hmm. Am I crazy? I mean, if that's the if that's the only reason why you're losing respect for the WWE and their well, product, I'll be honest, that's it matters crazy. more to me than like Saudi Arabia shows because maybe I'm just a piece of shit or whatever. Got like, it. but I actually would do, like you know like I try to be a good person, but what is actually what actually like hurts in my guts deeply uh-huh. is like, you know, you can't let that guy go. He was the champ. Right. <laughs> See, I got to hit you with an a contraire bonjour here. Yeah, do it. Do it. Not just to play devil's advocate, which is a fantastic. Obviously, show. by the way, I hate the I, I hate the I hate the Saudi show. So I just want to be clear about that. But yeah, what matters is that we're losing respect for WWE for all sorts of reasons. Now, Dan, you're saying you're losing respect for WWE because they're letting champions go, and it's like once you're a champion, you should hold on to them to protect the that, legacy the, or something. I just want to be clear. That's not the only thing of it is. It's just that. I see these talents as really proving themselves in that company. Forget about the title per se, right? And that I've seen that they've done like uh, they've they've given their like blood, sweat, and tears to this company right. in a way that I have a deep respect for. And then right. they just kind of get like you, you T- know, tossed to the wayside. What it what, what I perceive to be tossed to the wayside, although I'm sure WWE would have an argument against it. But right. I see the resources that a WWE has, the money they have, and I'm kind of like, well, well, you know, come on, you know. Right, but so I don't really saying, know what these paydays these guys are getting in AEW. I don't really know what they look like. You know, I I also think some people are probably taking pay cuts to go to AEW for yeah. the creative freedom. But you're saying you just don't like seeing a proven talent get revved up like a deuce and uh, and thrown into the night or whatever the fuck. Yeah. You don't like that. What I'm saying is this: I'm hitting you with the the other side of this is that yeah. this is the most exciting 
time in wrestling in the past 25 years right. precisely because there is another shop in town. Right. And as soon as AEW came out and had the TNT deal, I'm like, there's going to be another weekly televised big-time show. This is why the dirt sheets are more exciting than the episodes of Raw because now there's... Malachi Black could show up in AEW just like that if they fuck up the contracting shit. Bray Wyatt could show up. And that there's nothing more exciting than that. I don't I don't care that they let Bray go. I'd rather Bray go and solidify his legacy somewhere else. Uh just the way Jericho kinda had had done. Jericho, Adam, by the way. Adam Cole's uh contract ran out and they didn't realize it, apparently. Yeah. Right, and, and so he Adam Cole could just show up. Malachi Black, by the way, he still had, he had a thirty-day compete clause. Right. I'm just saying the kind of stuff that goes on at WWE. He had a thirty-day compete clause that that was his. That's the NXT compete no compete clause. Right. right. And then <laughs> ninety days is the main roster. They didn't change it when he switched brands. They, they messed up. You're like what? And then Adam Cole's his contract lapsed. I knew his contract was coming up. Right, it's a big company. Look, it's a big, big. I work for a big corporation too. You, you, you lose track of things, man. You know, look, yeah, yeah. everyone's going to work just doing their job, and a lot of people right. like half-ass their job. Like, who cares about their job? Like, mm. few and far between. But my point is, though, where you view Bray being released as like, yo, that sucks. It's so like fucked up and shitty of WWE. I'm kind of like, yes, but I could look at the, the I could see the, the the funny side where I'm like, yo, this could actually be incredible. Could you imagine what Bray is capable of in an AEW scenario? Right. Like, what he was able to get WWE creative to let him run with? Yeah. Right. And, that, and that's, like, like notoriously the most in-the-box place ever. And he was able to get his shit greenlit there. And it was some of the most Yo. truly inventive, revolutionary shit you've you seen in wrestling. Do I want to take a sip? You just said truly. You got to take a, is that isn't that in your contract? If you say oh, truly, yeah, I, I gotta go. Crack yeah, it. you're I'll in breach. Right, I'll be right breach. back. I'll be right back. Sorry, I don't you're have. But I don't want you to hear this. I, 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 no, I gotta. So you, I gotta breach. go. I'll be right back. Oh, Get to, I'll be here in two seconds. He's in breach. Let's, let's. I'm gonna take it to the next level, and, and I, I'm gonna repeat this for when Shebs gets back. Okay. We're going to the next level. Is Bray Wyatt? Is. This reminds me of when I learned about the Planeswalker card in Magic the Gathering. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've talked about this before. And I, was, I hadn't played Magic in a long time. I'm a big, I'm long-term player of Magic the Gathering. I love the card game. It's amazing. All right? Whatever. Irrelevant. But when I, I was out for a while, not playing, and then yeah. someone taught me about They're like, yo, they introduced this new thing, a Planeswalker card. And it's essentially it's a card, but it's, it's another player like you. Right, like you, when you play the game, you're a planeswalker. Right, and then the card is another planeswalker, and he's on your team when you cast it. And I was Got like, it. "What a cool mechanic to add to the game!" Right, right. And and I was like, "Wow, I gotta check that out. I gotta get back in." I had a very similar thing happen with Bray Wyatt. I saw a visual of Bray Wyatt. Right. You know, at, at some point, and I clocked it. I was like, "Yeah, he was holding the lantern, fedora Bray." We had the fedora Bray lantern, the hat. The Hawaiian shirt. He was on the uh, Aloha shirt. Shev's is here, mm-hmm. so I got to show Thank respect. You. An Aloha shirt. Um, for, he was wearing formal wear, an Aloha mm-hmm. shirt. And he, um, he was in a rocking chair. And I saw that and was like, I got to turn wrestling back on for right. this guy. Just alone. Now, that is so fucking rare. That's the other rare. times that has happened to me in wrestling was the first time I saw John Cena. Mm-hmm. I saw him on, like, a men's health or something wearing the fucking chain 
the lock around his neck. He was huge. He looked like Marky Mark. And I had heard his name a bunch with the buzz, and I was like, what's this guy's team? Like, he, he made me want to turn it on. The other guy was Batista. I saw him also on Mental. So jacked. So jacked. And I was like, holy shit. So, like, to put – those are two huge stars, Batista and John Cena. Right. That's how I view Bray Wyatt. Yeah. It's like, I'm like, he is a guy who I could see – right. It was like that. My, my uh, fucking natter in college, my college roommate had this, this. And I was <laughs> like, who is this guy? Like, he looks like a guy where you're like, all right, I got to turn – I'm like, I got to see what's going on with this guy. He looks like a big deal, you know? Looks like fucking Jack Damon. Right, <laughs> Jack Damon. And so the same thing happened with uh, – with, uh, Bray. With Bray, I was like, man, this guy is a – this character is fucking cool. He's got and something I, special. I, I was like this. And then, and since I've turned it back on, mm-hmm. I've never been disinterested in the guy. How many wrestlers can you say about that? To let Bray Wyatt go, there has to be something. I will give Vince enough credit that he knows, and even the way he's booked him, which has been poor, but, if you, but he gets huge matches. Yeah. I would ultimately say there's something we don't know. That has to do with Bray's behavior that pushed him to the brink. That right. I'm not saying I disagree with whatever Bray's behavior, but whatever it was, it was like this is WWE was like that's too far. Enough's enough, and it's time for a change. But like we both agree, he's truly one of the greatest and most innovative talents we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. I said so that earlier. So deeply, one of my guys. Of so course. deeply. I said truly before, so I got to crack it as contract dictates. What uh, flavor? This would be an. Citrus squeeze. It tastes like an orange Tic Tac. It's the best flavor hard seltzer in the entire planet. Nice. Mm. All right. I'm a, I'm a hollow. Goes down smooth. Tastes like every citrus fruit mixed into one little orange Tic Tac in a can of you know silver goodness. He's got to do the boilerplate. That's also part of his contract. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, let's, let's, so Bray, uh, I mean, I'll open it up to you guys about Bray. I just wanted to really point out that, like, what, well, the, I'll add this point, and then I'll ha- hand it over to you guys, which is the only thing I think about is Bray is one of the very rare talents who really, really benefits. Not rare. They all benefit. But who benefits in a way more than other people by the production value of WWE. Mm-hmm. And I, I do think he will, and, and, I, and I think this could go to his detriment or to his mega positive, okay? And that's not how that's supposed to be said. Yeah. No. What I just did there. Terrible all, English. I'm keeping that. It's to his detriment or to his mega positive. <laughs> sure. And, and, and I'm keeping positive. it that way. Um, and, and, and I'm going to say is that him toning it back with the production value might get him to a next level. Uh, yeah. Or will be like the worst thing he could do mm-hmm. is do a dumbed down version of, of Fiend. But well, he's the, just too smart to fall to that. Exactly. Right? That. The difference is, yeah, right, because the difference is, like, either – only an idiot would try to do – like, not recognize that there is a difference between WWE and another right. company and be like, well, they're not going to obviously be able to do all that stuff, so I'm going to, you know, shave away some of the excess and see what's really there. Only a moron wouldn't do that, and he's clearly not a moron. So, like, yeah, I guarantee you that he's going to – whatever he, wherever he goes uh, – scale it back you know yeah i i i don't even know if we see him anywhere for a while because i don't know what his non-compete is like also you know we're ostensibly uh, right we're ostensibly we believe that something's going on with bray behind the scenes i mean if we look at his life it was always kind of a firecracker you know Mm -hmm. like he he left his wife when she was pregos and stuff like that like there's things going on with this guy and to be that kind of character i'm sure you know 
Right. You know, it's like Heath Ledger's Joker. I mean, you know, it probably takes its toll on you. You know I what I mean? So, be, yeah, I want him to be well. You know, I want him to be I well. If he needs to take time away well. from wrestling, look at fucking Simone Biles can do it. Bray Wyatt can do it. Okay, he's my gold medalist. Yeah, let me tell right. you about the Simone Biles situation. Please, is that what we need to talk about now? Yeah, I mean, I'll God bless her. She's I'll a hero. A but what I'm, for, yeah. uh, here's a trick for to how to handle the Simone Biles situation. Yeah. What you do is what you do what I do. Don't know who that is. Okay. Oh, and when you do okay. that trick, when you don't, I've never watched her do anything. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I don't watch the Olympics. No, I don't. People either. have a lot of opinions on a decision she made, and I just said, what's the, what, what, "What are the we upset about?" I don't even know what we're talking about. What's oh, the controversy? Okay. You don't know. You don't know. Uh, you don't know it either. Okay, no, so Simone, I truly yeah, don't. no. Truly, you truly don't. That. Wait, you truly, truly don't. don't. Okay, yeah. well, here's we'll the it it's, a, it's a trap, and also it's a real obvious like. It's like it's one of these like very clear things where like the people are upset. You're like. All right, shut the fuck up. Yeah, if anyone's upset it? about it, they're completely. It's, like, I mean, it's such a it's such a clear like. What is it? Here's the right. She like she like said she was like too exhausted for the Olympics or something. Uh-huh. She was right, there. Right, she on. was you, pushed you, to the brink. You don't. She had some mental health issues. You have right? such a minor understanding. Look, I know so little. I but know it's so nothing, ha- and I don't. So ha- I'm so happy it. that Just I don't want you to do it. Just don't care. No, look, Simone Biles is the most decorated gymnast. In sure. history, she's like yes. our, she's like a Michael Phelps. Uh, 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 I know who she is. Right. Okay. Yeah. Try to and talk I, about this situation, this chips. And then, no, no, no. I just, I just, just, just to tell you guys, for the listeners, they probably know more than me. Okay, this is right. me as a guy just telling his friends, just so you know the the little that I know. Multi gold medal. Please shut that fucking Tulo sound drop off. You know what? I'm not going to get into it because fuck you guys. Oh, uh, yeah. That's exactly my goal. I don't want to get into it. I'm sure you guys are all feeling kind of ways. I rather no, she <laughs> decided not to compete anymore in this Olympics for the pressure. The oh, who cares? Who cares either way? Apparently, a lot of white people in America are very cares upset either way? about it. Who fucking cares either way? There's a lot of white dudes. Who fucking cares? A lot of, a lot of unathletic white guys are very upset that this... The Actually, Olympics like decided it's not like, to what? fucking The Olympics in general are a fucking sham and a farce. Who right. fucking oh, cares? Sure. Who By cares? Way, don't even get me started on how Israel's treated in, this, in the Olympics or any Olympics. The oh, okay. IOC right. is the most anti-Semitic fucking sports body of all time. Oh, Fuck the wow. Olympics. But I, love so, Simone I knew when I said it that I shouldn't bring this up. And I don't even know why I brought it up. But, I, uh, but uh, anyway, uh, Bray Wyatt in AW. So, uh, I mean... Okay. He's not an AEW. There's no he, talk of him coming AEW. No, there's no talk of him AEW. But but okay, let's get would, to the next level. Okay, Connor. let's go to the next level. With yeah. the next level, this he's another guy who's an automatic sign. If you're Tony Khan, right? <laughs> like right. an automatic, it all, right. it's auto. It's not yeah. even. Yeah. It's all, the contract's already. Is, is go, <laughs> I'm not just signing you as a talent. As like, I'm signing you for your mind, friend. You know what I mean? Mm. Right. Like as you say to him, you go, I'm signing you for your fucking brain. And we're going to make sure that we execute, execute, execute. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you go, let's do it. Now, to WWE's credit, they did a great job with him. They made him the champ. They fucking... Oh, something? they had Goldberg pin him. Remember Can that? I tell I they, 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 they actually didn't do a good job with him. They yeah. really didn't. How many times over the years did we say, like, man, now is the time for Brady this to become champ, but they just won't do it? This fucking guy. This fucking guy is just flexing. Dan, you got to stop flexing. You <laughs> Into stop flexing. the camera. It's, it's I mean, this disturbing. is psychotic behavior. Yeah, I got this man up, has rhabdomyelitis. Training, I'm training again for Shebs already. Uh, I'll be honest, I'm looking through too long to be honest. Protein well, poisoning. His he brain doesn't even show up for the fucking pot. Is no, but Dan, but Dan Newman yeah. has a point here. You you may be causing some sort of rhabdomyelitis. Yeah, 
You might have rhabdomyolysis. What does that mean? Uh, You've uh, eaten too much protein, and now your brain is disintegrating. And yeah. your muscle is, it's like eating. What, what paper do you work for? I'm just looking at you right now. <laughs> what? Uh, who, are you asking me a question? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Daily uh, cause. Actually, actually, Newman, you know what? You you know what kind of reporter you look like. You look uh, like vice a guy. Acid no reporter. No, you look like a guy whose beat is um, covering horse track betting. Like you look like a, <laughs> like a horse track gambling, uh, like a sports reporter for the yeah. sidelines of racetracks. It's a wild afternoon here at the San Antonio Horse Speedway. <laughs> the equine. Uh, my speedway. left foot. Yeah, my left foot uh, broke his left foot. Tragedy struck today as Papa's and mustache <laughs> had to be put down after a railroad spike to the hind horseshoe. I don't know about <laughs> horses. Um, anyway, Dan, what we're talking about with Bray is you said they did a great job with him. I think there was pockets where they did they did right by him. But for the right. amount, that guy literally, you're talking about Mike's skills, unparalleled. He brought a psychology to his promos that, I mean, the legacy of Jake the Snake Roberts, the legacy of Mankind McFoley. No one else could do... This guy would get chills from the shit he would say. And he was incredible. And how many times did we say, man, they're really not doing right by... Br they're not letting Bray go. He's so hot right now. It's the time to do it, but they won't do it because he's like not for kids. And then a couple times they put the belt on him. The Fiend thing they, they really let him run with, which was great. But then, yeah, what? Then, then they, did, they, they, they worked themselves into a shoot. And what I mean, they sort of painted themselves into a corner. They made him so invulnerable... Right. They kind of like didn't do a service to him because then they made like there's no there's nowhere to go with this guy other than have Goldberg come in and hit the reset button. And look, I think that he I think that he's a guy that they didn't do right by him and they never understood what to do with him. But he was so fucking good that they had no choice but to let him run sometimes and just throw a belt on him sometimes. But it, so they never like, really let him open up right. I will I will say this in my conversations I have with wrestlers okay and i talk to more wrestlers than you guys fucking know okay you talk to more wrestlers <laughs> than non-wrestlers at this point okay. because you oh, good for you there is a view like the way wrestling I just, I just, like wrestlers see wrestling in such a different way than we see wrestling oh, but yeah. i think we're right see that's like, so, like okay like uh, okay right <laughs> they're too close to it right like, obviously, we're not right all the time, right? But I think we're writer than wrestlers want to give Marks credit for. Does that make sense? Writer, like writer, and mega positive. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, it's more <laughs> to, to my dismay or to my me mega positive. I don't know what it was. I don't remember what I said. But like, like, um, where it's like, I think wrestlers would see Bray and see him and say something along the lines of like. Yeah, I mean, he got every fucking match he wanted. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think they would see it like that. They would see it like he's mm -hmm. booked, like, he wrestles on every mania. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he gets to do, he's, he gets to do, like, the coolest character. He gets a lot of fucking mic time. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? I think that's how wrestlers see it, right? And, and I right. get that because that's, like, anytime you're a performer, it's all about, like, uh, stage time and... Blah, 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 right? So you think about it in terms of more like that. And wrestlers, us as Barks, see it more as, like, the use of that time mm -hmm. and, the, and, like, the, 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 the booking and writing and, 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 and whatnot, you know? And we, I, do, I do think we care less about... Like, I think we, 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 
we care more about how do I say it? like uh, uh, about like wins and losses than just getting like than just working and and blah blah blah. So my point is is that Bray the whole internet is like he had no the whole internet's like we didn't know how to use him creatively blah 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 you know and mm-hmm. I think they are right. Like I, what I guess what I'm saying is that I agree with the Smarks when they say like Bray and you, Shabs, is I, I I I think there's sometimes a thing where it's like oh the internet it's a dirt sheets they just say all this shit you know like for, I'm saying this morning a guy in my gym came up to me and came at me like here's why they let Bray go and no you know mm-hmm. here's exactly it and I'm like yeah 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 and then when I walk away from that conversation I'm like yo we don't know shit you know what I mean <laughs> like I'm like we don't know it's the internet right like everyone's right. talking the marks are talking. But ultimately, my point is that Bray, I do believe, I align with the Smarks here, where it's like this guy could have done a plus plus work, plus 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 work, and what he did was a while with a with a anchor on his feet. Yeah, you know what I mean, like that, and and that is just true. So you could see it as like, yeah, he got all these awesome opportunities, but he had two feuds with Randy Orton that that ultimately sucked. Like that, both had Mania matches that ultimately led to an incoherent finish at Mania. That was like Alexa stealing his gimmick, which is what the big controversy was. Mickey James straight up said, "Like WWE didn't know how to handle Bray, so they just stole his gimmick and his creative work and gave it to Alexa." You know, right. and you're like, "Is that uh, maybe that's that's, that's gimmick? That's gimmick infringement, bro." Right. That's five to ten in wrestlers' court. I she wish JBL was still there. <laughs> she was, and she wasn't mad. At Alexa, she was like, "No respect to her. I love Alexa Bliss. It's just like, kind of like it is, that's a fact. It is what it is." Yeah. So what I'm saying is that like, uh, sometimes I do think marks are like, "Oh, WWE's holding them back," and and blah blah. blah. Like the the booking's bad, and then I watch it. And I'm like, "Eh, I don't know." Like, they got a lot of opportunity. This is a case where Bray Wyatt somehow, with all his opportunities, got not a, enough opportunity. And even if you want to argue he did get the right amount of opportunities, he didn't get the right. Booking and writing mm-hmm. to uh, fucking be the star that he needed to be. Well, and, and yet he still had these really high highs and great moments. Like the Firefly Inferno right. match, that's so awesome. That was awesome. That was so fucking amazing. And that, and was, a, that was part of the Randy Orton feud. And that, I think, was a great blow off to that feud. where he, yeah. that, that, was, that was, you know. They lit him I, on fire. Right. They mm-hmm. lit him on fire, and it, it, it got me. I didn't even realize. That, I was like, how the fuck are they doing that? And then like, it took me like a day to be like, no, they just pre-taped that. So they right. just cut, cut shots, and it was like a wax dummy or something. I was right. like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Because right. I was so invested in the match in the moment. when I, I was like, oh, they're going to do that wrestling thing where they dump the gasoline on him, but like somebody stops it or something. And then they just did the burn. I'm like, whoa. Right. <laughs> great match. Yo, Look, I think great my point. Shit. I think my point. I just want to because my point was a little scattered, and I'm finding it. Yeah, it was like, very scattered. We're, we're, I, I understand fine. that. No, no, yeah. that's okay. And that's what it's a podcast. So eat a dick salad. It's free. But what I was saying is, is that <laughs> I um, that expression is that uh, um, there's wrestlers like Bobby Roode who just got no shot. Right. Like he got no. He came up hot as hell from NXT, mm. and then Vince was just like, "Thanks, but no facts." Right? right. Like I'm gonna All keep set. here. Uh, right. Thanks, but no thanks. You get no shot. And, and, and that plight should not be mixed in with what happened to, like, a Bray. These are two different ways to get buried in the same place. Right. You know For what sure. I mean? <laughs> it's a so, different level of bury. Bobby right. Roode getting buried before he could even get started. And Bray was able to build a fucking massive empire with airtime right. and character work and, and great uh, bookings 
but he got buried as far as but they didn't make him well because because the top because, guy well right. because if he if they were to actually do that what it would require is for Bray to like Raw or whatever show he's on would have to be about Bray like he would right. have to be so pervasive throughout the whole thing to give him enough room to fully right. execute whatever he was trying to do you know and they're which, never going to do that which I think is a great point because honestly what, what Bray's limitation was really just that company maybe it's that the genre right, it's just not right for him like WWE is not the place for Bray to do the 100% full-blown Bray Wyatt experience. Right. And he got pretty damn close, but there was definitely yeah. a ceiling because it was the wrong place for him, which right. is why that's why I'm not bummed that he got cut necessarily. Like, I don't see it as like WWE like not doing right by one of their great talents. I view it as, thank God we live in a time right now in wrestling where there's two mega viable places for this guy to go and create incredible work. Can you imagine him in Japan for exactly. some reason? Exactly. For some reason, he I'm goes thinking to Japan. Japan more than AEW. I think oh, he's going to go there first. The Fiend or whatever oh, version of the Fiend God. that he does next or something. God. And by the way, I, I, I'm going to give Bray Wyatt so much credit here. I think he's done with the Fiend. I think yeah. he comes in. And I think he, he should be. probably go back to some version of Fedora Bray. Uh-huh. And uh, I, that's what I would do is him. And then you, we know he could get dark. We know it. But I, the, the, the Fedora Bray character is, still, is not fucking... It's not done, baby. I'm no, not finished no, with no. you yet. You that's know what classic, I mean? That's classic Bray. That's classic Bray. That, and that character in Japan as the IWGP heavyweight champion, you know what <sighs> I mean? Come on, on the microphone. Right. right. Well, that's the thing. The thing about Bray Wyatt. And he should be with Bo Dallas. We should get those two I together. would love Bo. I love Bo. I believe. But I, the thing about Bray is that he's one of the few guys, and I'm not talking about necessarily just only NJP. I know we're talking about NJPW. I don't want to go back to AW and, and ruin that momentum. But he's one of the only guys that could come from New York, from the other shop, and come into AEW and beat Kenny for the belt, and people would be okay with it. They'd be behind it. They'd be excited for it. Well, you're you know, bringing up my ne- the next big conversation. Because he's yeah, got the cred. He's got the street cred. The, not necessarily indie cred, but I think even indie fans have to respect the guy's inventiveness and his work ethic and his moveset. Like, the guy can work, and the guy's incredible. So this guy's, like, uh, really exciting times for Bray Wyatt. Right now, now. We, we have to have the next conversation here, which is... Oh, there, I have two combos to have. All right, so what's much the next to say. One? What's, what's I knew this Bray one? thing would be, like, the whole ep. I, right. I just fucking knew it because he's what's so... What's bigger than Bray? Nothing's bigger than Bray. So I, have something, I, have, I have a point to make that's bigger than Bray. Uh, uh, Goldberg's yeah. 15-year-old son, Gage, is in better shape than Dominic Mysterio. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. I would say this. That kid tur- is turning out to be a stud. That uh, kid's wrong? looking hot to trot. That guy's I, I hope he good. goes into wrestling. He's right? fresh off his bar mitzvah, and he's, he's ready I'm to I'm hoping fuck. that hair starts going out. You know what he's, I mean? I need this kid bald. I need this kid bald. He's definitely going to wrestle. Look, uh, but Gage, the thing about Gage, this, Mazel Tov, uh, you can see the hero. physique coming you. in. I need I mean, to. But that's creepy. the thing. We're being creepy, but nah, I, nah, it's I, good. I, it's no, good. New Goldberg, Gage, Gage, Gage Goldberg, Gage Goldberg. Woo! Yeah. But the thing about Goldberg is Gage Goldberg. I mean, I have more to say about Bray. I'm just saying when we saw this kid, he was like a pudgy. Prepubescent. We were in the room. Marshmallow titted sack of shit, and we were like, "Oh boy, it's a child." It's a I child. I know, I know, but you, you, but it's Goldberg's kid. You want it to be some, but in your heart of hearts, you know, yo, I remember growing up. I remember seeing like puffy nipple. Yeah, we looked like kids. The shit, also. No, no, I'm just saying. I, I remember seeing these like puffy kids who like, but you knew that they were gonna be like, like their dads were jacked. And you're like, that's just a prepubescent puff. 
That guy's gonna puber testosterone is gonna fucking mold this guy into a fucking Adonis. And it's just so wonderful to see it happening right now before our eyes. This guy is ready to rumble, baby. <laughs> um, I think he could beat up Dominic Mysterio today. Oh, easily. So Gage Goldberg, Gage. Yeah, I mean, that, I think that's all I got to say about Goldberg. But uh, I want to go back to Bray for a second because right, I want to talk about Bray in AEW. So let's talk about the fact that, like, you know, now AEW is signing a, a ton of WB talent, right? Yeah. And yeah. I just want to push back and say I have no fucking problem with this at all. Like, what you guys like WB? We have to get over that WCW shit. We got to get mm-hmm. over that. You know, that was it. A mistake that we they learned from we're it's not the same place it's not a place that's going literally it's run by kenny and the bucks and tony khan who literally are guys who rejected wwe right who rejected the way it was you know what i mean mm-hmm. and have a better understanding of the business in that way uh especially as them running this huge independent uh empire is essentially what they're doing right Right. They're 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 like they 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 right now run the mothership of independent wrestling right, and then they send them out to satellite locations. You know what I mean? <laughs> I love this metaphor, I mean, right? It's, you know, and like um, uh, and, and and they understand that. So I think that we can I think we can fucking relax and let talent be signed and let AEW take advantage of the performance center and WWE's development of these guys. You know what I mean? Right. Let them take advantage of it. For sure. So people have a problem with this. I mean, we got to well, find new things to complain about. People, uh, you know, people do. They say like, you know, they're like, oh, I, I, I you know, they bring it up. But look, okay, people who have a problem with WWE talent. Get no one ever AW. says like, oh, how many, how many Pittsburgh fucking pirates are the, you know, whoever the fuck cares going to sign? Like, no one ever like. Right. It's like who fucking like. Oh, look, talent I think it's, is talent. It's when you have a little bit of knowledge, it gets dangerous, right? So some people who know less about wrestling than me. See the parallel of WCW scooping up all these over-the-hill veterans and giving them big contracts, and AEW scooping up WWE uh, released employees and giving them big contracts. That's what over-the-hill veteran have they right. signed? Uh, that's what I'm saying. That's well, Christian Cage is probably over the hill. He's, uh, Matt Hardy. Uh, Matt Hardy is definitely over the hill. Sting. You could even say St- Sting. Certainly, you could even. Uh, Sting's on sounds, the other side of at the yeah, bottom of the Sting, other side of the hill. Sting is now climbing up a second Jericho. little yeah. little mini mountain. But I could even make it. You could even make an argument that Jericho is quote unquote over the hill. I yeah. mean, certainly his pecs are, but he but he's proven that this guy is 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 limitless. There's nothing like this, hilly about those pecs. Those no, are those valleys, are those are flat. Those valleys, are just valleys, yeah, if anything, yeah. they're valleys. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just saying that like. Look, I understand the parallel there, but you don't need to worry about it because exactly what you said, Dan. Like, the creative... Like, the problem... The real problem with WCW is that these guys were also the bookers. That they right. got... Hogan was a booker. Flair was a booker. Even Dusty was a booker. So there was all these also guys, big money in being the champion then. Like, right. That, that, that's also a difference in the industry now. It's not like if you're WCW champion, that means you're getting tons of toys. and Like, you know what right. I mean? That was a whole big thing then. Right. And while the bookers now currently are the champions, right? A lot of the EVPs, like the Bucks and Kenny, Cody. The timing's really smart. Look, these guys, they know what they're doing, right? They're not not Ted Turner, right? These guys are guys who grinded it out at the lowest of the low in the bingo halls and in Japan and stuff. They, They have a good sense for how to keep this thing Indian fresh. The one thing you need to know, the major fucking difference between these big corporations like uh, Ted Turner's corporation, WCW, and WWE, the, the only thing, if you know one thing to assuage your concerns, 
is that all these talents are wrestling on indie shows all the goddamn time. They go to right. Japan whenever they want. They're in ROH. People are doing exchange programs. They're going to other federations just for like whatever. Like the the door is open, right? It's not this the like forbidden the, door. Tony the forbidden door is He's wide open. open. The possibilities, everything is happening. Matt Cardona was just in GCW. Like it, you know, things are things are live, baby. They're always in flux. They're always in motion. We're not locking people in into some wasteland. That was the problem. You get mm-hmm. locked into a contract, and then they're sitting on you. That's what WWE is doing. W, AEW does not have that problem. They just don't have it. Doesn't um, matter who they sign. I agree. Now uh, I went to PWG on oh, yeah. uh, Friday Ooh, night or how Sunday was it? night. How was uh, that? It was amazing. Amazing. And show. who showed up there? Who got the biggest amazing pop show. of the night? Uh, I mean, Alistair Black showed up. Malachi. At Malachi showed up at the end, confirmed he will be on the, for people living in SoCal, like he will be on the September 26th show. Um, Got to uh, that. So that's And that's exactly what I'm talking about. Dan, AW, if, you, if you come across tickets, just buy an extra one for me under the, under. No, I'm definitely going to go. I'm definitely going to go. I understand you know that. But I'm saying like, if you, if you have the, when you have the opportunity to buy, just buy a second one for me. I will. I'm telling you now. I will. Let me, I, I, let I know how to do it now. I know if, you're getting, it now. if you're getting, if you're getting, if you're getting, Two and one's for you and one's for Newman. That's cool. But if you're going two for you and just one for Newman, get two for Newman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's Make true. it four. So I'll bring get a buddy. as many as I'm buying for myself for Newman. Yeah, I'd right. like you to. Yeah. Recipro- uh, and if you're getting four for yourself, you could just get two for Newman. I'm just saying, like, we don't need like, when, uh, whatever the limit numbers. is for max tickets purchased per person. Like, allocate one to you and then just slide that whole thing over to me. Yeah. Whatever yeah, the rest absolutely. of it is. Give I'll, get eight, I'll get you 19. about eight tickets just to be safe. Okay. So, uh, um, Okay, so, uh, yeah, so what I'm saying is Alistair showed up. He, Alistair got on the mic. Interesting thing with Alistair I just want to talk about is Alistair Black, who I'm a huge fan of, he really is not a spooky boy. Uh, we've talked about this before, Newman. I'm curious where you're at. When he gets on that microphone, it, does, it is not, he is not even attempting to really be spooky. Uh, he goes straight down to a tough guy alley? He kind of just, t- like, he's like, here's what I sound like, but has more of a spooky look. He's looking jacked up, by the way. And yeah. just to point out, we're recording this on 8-4. In a couple hours, he's wrestling Cody on... on Ooh, uh, cannot uh, wait. Wow, to wow, 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 wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's sick. He came out. The people went insane. His face was painted. He had the black eye. The one eye. It looked really fucking... It looks good. He looks really, he looks really cool. cool. He looks really cool. He looks awesome. I mean, no, but he is a spooky boy. So, like, you're looking, right. you're still looking at it very surface level. Like, okay. spooky doesn't because, like, I think a fiend mean, is spooky, and I'm saying how those two can is. coexist easily because they're such different vibes. Yes, you know? yes, right. So the fiend just happens to be outwardly horrific, and that is spooky, right? right? But the fiend, like other spooky boys, his primary operating, um, like, sort of direction is inward. He is focused on the internal life, the mystical, the fucking like spiritual. He's not a biker who is, again, that's just like a way to kind of conceptualize it. He's not a biker boy who is concerned with the outside material world and less concerned with the, in- the interior, right? So Alistair is still under that framework, a spooky boy, although he may not be like Halloween spooky. So you're saying yes, Alistair's okay. closer to the Undertaker than Bray is? No, they're both on... Internal. They're both that, yeah. They're all, they're Undertaker, right? But the thing is, so you bring up an interesting point because there's the Mark Calloway constant, which is the, like Mark Calloway, you can exist in both equal measure, biker and spooky at the same time. Mm-hmm. So there are certain wrestlers who have that quality. Bray has it, Alistair yeah. has it, or Malachi has it. Right. So 
what you're sensing is probably that, you know, their capacity in both of both in them, but he is firmly in the spooky side. Right. Yeah. Now. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. I, Cause I don't think Alistair's a tough call. I think he's definitely spooky. Mm-hmm. He walks the walk. He, he looks the okay. part and you could tell that what's important. To this guy is spookiness. Mm-hmm. Although I feel like when I hear him talk, it's a lot of, you know, aside from the dreams of my father book reading report he did before he left WWE, it was a lot of, um, you know, a lot of tough guy alley. It was mostly about how he was going to kick people's asses. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's that was what I'm weird. saying. But, yeah, but, but. He, he, at PWG, he was kind of just like, yo, uh, he just kind of booked himself, being like, yo, you want to fight next week? You know what I mean? Like, it was a little bit like that. Right. You know? But you could, you could show up and handle some business and still right. be a spooky boy. All right. I mean, he's a spooky boy. Let me try here. Okay, so yeah. there's evil. Yeah, I'm too stupid okay. for this. Okay? There's evil, right? And then there's people yeah. that summon evil. Okay. So Alistair Black is the one who summons the evil. Ooh, he's a summoner. So he's like human, you know. This is giving There's also this black metal aspect to it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. let me ask you guys a question. Wait, For is that me, based on any kind, of, any kind of lore? No, they're just like witches, you know? Do you know who Icy as Vortex is? No. <laughs> Never mind, black metal joke. Somebody I out don't. there will get it. Sorry, one, one guy is going to know. One guy's like, let me ask you a question. Damien Priest. Spooky yes. boy? <laughs> a biker. biker. Undopee, For biker. sure. So here, so... When the, bookie, when the spooky boy beats you, he steals your soul. When the biker right. boy beats you, he steals your girl. I got you. So, but is he co-opting spooky culture? No. Is it he spooky has, cultural he's appropriation? A, he's a tweener anyway. He could go spooky if he wants to, but right now he's full biker. Do you guys want to start a band with me called Spooky Kabuki? Yeah, yes. I as long as we're as long as long we're weird math rock with surf influences, then <laughs> I yes. Do. I do. I'm all, can I tell you something? My favorite genre of music, I think, ever is um, Witch House. Yeah. And I think if I could just make a Witch House surf rock like genre witch mashup. House? Witch, like W-I-T, like, like bands yeah. like Salem. Like, oh, it's all okay. just like, it's like movies. It's like, it's like. That's music. You know, this is one of my favorite games to play is making up music genres and saying I've been listening to them. It's like, yeah, I've been vibing on some like deep state and like, uh, deep, you know, deep state surf core. Yeah. That's what like, I'm listening to. You know, it's kind of like like horn vortex. You make a uh, fake uh, like. Fake yeah. Genres. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. Post horn vortex. psychedelic. What I've, been, what I've been listening to is a lot of like trap rock Jewgrass. Oh, Jew it's kind of like Jewish guys playing <laughs> <Trap> banjo <laughs> and sort of like a Blink-182 influenced rap. Yeah, I've been listening to like uh, uh, so machine Escal- gun Kelly escalator yeah. jazz a lot. Escalator jazz. I've yeah. been listening to a lot of a uh, Fetty Duwop. It's like <laughs> oh, a lot yeah, of uh, like Fetty Wop doing Duwop. Yeah, it's like I... Motown. It's like Motown with an auto tune. Yeah. God. Oh wow, yeah. that's interesting. I've been Motown. doing um, uh, um, a lot of Dave Matthews. Yep. Mm. Well, that's <laughs> okay. the end of this bit. Um, <laughs> uh, I wanted to kill the bit so we can move on to the motherfucking. Uh, Oh, the meme, oh, the meme corner. corner. What do you guys say? Meme, meme, meme corner. Should we hit the meme corner? Let's hit those it. memes, son. All right. It's a hot day. A meme corner. It's a, hot day. It's a motherfucking uh, meme corner. Uh, like, I don't know, we're gonna look at memes in the meme corner. Alright, let's throw up some memes. Release the memes. Oh, here, uh, this is a good one. Release 
the ass crack. <laughs> is, that, is that funny? No. That's funny. I think it's funny. <laughs> Yo, this is not wrestling at all. But here's the deal. Okay. We're um, also a Star Wars podcast. Yeah, well, this is also a Star Wars podcast. Someone sent this to me. It's uh, I forgot who sent this to me. I'm sorry, guys. But it's Obi Wan talking about it's high ground and it's a it's a, it's a theory and it's Obi Wan. We always say in 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 we always talk. About, I have the high ground, right? It's a, it's a strategy mm-hmm. here in Cal. Someone says Obi Wan is the king of low grounds, not high grounds. He defeated both Maul and Grievous by having the low ground. When he told Anakin, "I have the high ground," it was simply to tempt him to jump and get the high ground. Therefore, giving Obi Wan the low ground where he could easily take him down. Obi-Wan is the master of... It says trolling, but this should just say the master of the low ground. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it rings true. This is actually a pretty brilliant <laughs> I love theory. It's, it's, it's very... It, it doesn't happen very often where your whole worldview changes. That You just have a whole paradigm shift of perspective. I, I just learned something. I was like, dude, yeah. this guy is right. And that Usually is these days, if you want a paradigm shift, you got to step in the ring with John Moxley. Right. Gian. Exactly. Gian. Is that spelled like Jeff, like British Jeff, like G-E-O-N-N, Gion? Uh, next meme. Okay, next meme. Don't answer my question. I'll just go fuck myself. You're going to read the meme or you're just going to watch meme is, uh, yo, this, I don't know. If I, it's just copy pasta. This is like a true meme. This, this is, is a like, true meme. It says, I yeah. think this couple's breaking up my flight. Seems he's postponing their anniversary trip because he managed to get a ticket to AEW <laughs> yeah. Rampage in Chicago. So there's many memes with this picture and right. like a, and a and a humorous caption. This is a oh meme. okay. I was like, is this real or not? No. I figured oh, I no, wanted no. to bring it up to you guys, but that's you got still, played by the meme. That's the still meme really funny. You. All right, next one. You got trolled. Yo, don't. All right, here we go. This is this I love. Yo, this I adore. Okay, <laughs> this is fucking Steve Blackman at SummerSlam. Oh. I don't know, 2003. I don't even know what year. Way he before was. 2003. Yeah. This is Steve Blackman when, when Shane jumps off the, 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 the Titan Tron and he does the drop. And it says he's it's Shane is about to fall like to his doom. And it says, don't fall for her, bro. She's bad news. Ba- she's bad news. She's bad, bad news. Bad, bad news. news. And then it says me. And it's Shane falling for her. This is he tried this four great. times and you still didn't read it right. I know. Sorry. <laughs> Actually, my cord is blocking the quote. Um and I didn't want I'll to read it. it Don't it's, fall it's, for her, bro. She's bad, bad news. Me. And it's just Shane O'Mac getting kendo sticked off the Titan Tron and falling 40 feet uh, in SummerSlam 2000 is when it was. Yeah, I, I thought were, it was earlier than that. Yeah, that's true. I could, be, I could be like stumbling through a swamp and I come across a hut and there's a witch and I offend her and she curses me to be the meme that is closest to my internal life. <laughs> and I wake up in the morning, I look in the mirror and this is the meme. This is you? staring back at me. This is you? You're a sucker for those bad news flus? Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, Next. what a great moment in Shane O'Mac history, though, man. I mean, Shane yeah. O'Mac is such a fearless guy. Yo, this is Edge entering, and it says, and he's like, arms up, full pyro. He says, I feel like jobs would be way cooler if everyone got entrance music at pyro when they arrived for their shift. <laughs> okay. Fine. It's coming out of your check, though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I would make that. I would at least once a month. If I had to pay for it, I would do it. Yeah. Pump up. Yeah. We I offer, we offer, uh, <laughs> we offer healthcare for uh, part-time employees. You get dental and vision. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also, um, uh, as one of the benefits packages we have when you come to work, there will be WWE style pyro and right. entrance music. So we'll need your Titan Tron image uh, by this afternoon. 
Yeah, if you don't have one, you could work with Gina in HR, and she could give you some stock templates to kind of choose from. But we'd certainly encourage all of our employees to customize their own entrance music and Titantron just because it, it, it right. you know, it just it makes us feel like you know, it shows us who you are. We're right. family here. Yeah, right. And just but, um, we'll do, uh, we'll do uh, you know, like lo- more lo-fi stuff for Casual Fridays. Kind of just walk down, <laughs> just walk down the a couple ramp. sparklers. We'll do some sparklers. Yeah, Fridays, it's all dark. It's, uh, you know, it's like a like, it's like house stuff. show vibe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. It's like exactly. an ECW bingo situation. Yeah. Let me just say that Edge, at this point, does yeah. he have one of the best entrances of all well, time? That's the only reason I brought this meme because it's actually not that funny, um, this meme. But I, it is interesting that Edge is the entrance to me. And I, and, and, and I always talk about Edge entrances. Like, I'm always like, right. I can't wait to just see Edge enter. Yeah. Edge enter. It is interesting that Edge really like worked so hard in every way possible that also his entrance is one of the entrances it's you one know? of the greats yeah i mean we talk about the greatest entrances ever like who do we got we got we say flair obviously just and, and by the way it was simpler back then to become yeah. great but just but stone cold pi- is simple but still up there right by picking that you know uh, flair got there stone cold certainly it's a lot of just the, the attitude and stuff like that goldberg one of the best entrances ever yeah. with the with the pyro yeah. breathing the smoke he had a great uh, choreography he would do, you know, showing up. Some guys try to get good choreo and they don't have it. Like I see a lot of guys do a, a lot of elbow movements and you know, like who has not a great one? Like Rusev doesn't have a great one. He runs out and then he kind of like does like a jump in the air. Ha! Yeah, yeah, that's a bad one. It's just, it's just not great. Brock choreo. has the good version of that one. Well, the yeah. Rock. Look, the Rock no, probably Brock. is one of the best. Oh, Brock. Brock. Brock yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the good version of what Rusev's trying to do. Well, Brock has choreo that works. But it's not one of the great entrances, right? Well, it doesn't wow me. He jumps a little me. bit, and then he just goes like that, right? He's got choreo, but it's not one of the great entrances. Triple H has got choreo that works. It's just yeah. not one of the great entrances, right? But he has a thing, and it's Triple it H is a little much for me. It doesn't not work. You know no, what I mean? It 100% um, works. But it's not one of the best The best entrances. Stone Cold, Flair. Uh, I, 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 maybe this isn't one of the best, but I love classic Orton. Um, arms up pose with the, with the rainfall streamer, the, the sparklers behind him. I love that imagery, but Edge, while simple, classic, to the point, I think he just does it so well, and it took him years and years and years to get it all in line, and now it's like a perfect science. Like I said, it's not as inventive or as interesting as maybe the Goldberg choreo, but boy, oh boy, does that thing hit. Hell yeah. Um, Next meme. WB's come to the terms of the release of Vince McMahon. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Next, Let's go to the next, next one. This one sucks. Uh, honestly, if I hear WWE talking about the release of Vince McMahon, I assume they mean he I just, don't know why I assume they mean he just dropped a nice load in some developmental <laughs> talents fucking asshole. So that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, next one. I don't know what you just said. You know what I said. Well, I just, all right. I just want to talk about Cena and Reigns for a second. So I'll use this meme as a jumping off point. I absolutely hated what they did on SmackDown. It's so fucking stupid and below intelligence. They did a thing where Cena is the one who signed the contract that was meant for Finn, and now Cena is in the match on SmackDown. Right. Not how contracts work. No. Um, not how contracts work. So below our intelligence as an audience. Like, you can't just sign somebody's contract and that's yours. I mean, on certain types of contracts, but, like, come, that's just right. so fucking stupid. That's in, like, the Air Bud law book. Like, oh, there's yeah. nothing saying he can't do it. Yeah, it's like wrestling's been around so long. Like, we, that, like this kind of nuance. Like, anyone can sign a contract. Like, this is what they're doing. And, yeah. and, and, and do we need that? Like, just, Reigns, you obviously want to wrestle Cena. Like, right. come on. Like, just, you know what I mean? It's good for you. It's a huge profile. It's a guy you've beat already in 2017. You know what I mean? Like, 
hated this. Now, the one thing I'll say in this meme is that this was a res- John Cena's response to the missionary knock, which I knew Reigns would overuse, and he is overusing it. Yeah. I still love Reigns, obviously. If you could find someone who keeps missionary position interesting for two decades, uh, 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 for two decades, keep them. That's what John Cena said. I think it's a fucking great John Cena line back, where it's like, yeah. yo, John's missionary. And he's like, yeah, I'm missionary, but like, I do this for 20 years, and people fucking love it. What's your would, excuse? You know? I, would argue, I would argue, as I have before, that if you're with somebody doing missionary position for, two de- for 20 years, you've kept them. That's what his line is. No, but he's, he's saying, saying you, keep you already them. kept them. Oh, it's yeah, 20. it's done. It's twenty years. Well, bro. you don't know. We don't you know, know. People, we, we, people talk about divorce rate in this country around yeah. the world, and, and or and whatever they do. The people do. And talk about and that. what people don't talk about, which I think is a more important fact, because I'm a cynic enough to think that like all, all everything ends right, but right. like uh, they should Entropy, talk about bro. time spent in a marriage. Right? Forget yeah. how many fifty percent end. Fuck that. How long? There's different you know, about two time years. spent in each other. It's like a Royal Rumble record. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Like, I'm more, I'm more impressed with a marriage that lasts 30 years and then they get divorced than with a marriage that lasted 17 years and then somebody died. It's like, oh, they didn't get divorced. <laughs> like, who gives a fuck? I no respect for widows. No, fuck widowers. a widow. I'm just saying. Or that's a, double. a hot take. That's a hot take. No, it's not, take. I'm just saying the time in the thing is the important thing. How long you made? How long you gave it a go? That's what it's all about. Yeah. Um, anyway, next. <laughs> yo, this, <laughs> yo, friend of the show. Great meme, great meme. Brittany Sacco posted this. We'll see her probably in Vegas. I think she lives in Vegas. Um, nice. But I saw this on her stories and I screenshot it. That's wonderful. Um, it's a new bag of ice and me. It's a, it's a wonderful. <laughs> so it's Undertaker choke slamming uh, bad Chris era Jericho. Jericho. Um, and it's just a nice choke slam. Jericho is the new bag of ice. Undertaker is me. Slamming yes. that new bag of ice. It's the you way it's slam always them been. things, dude. You, you got, got slam to. them bags. Nothing ice. not you to like it. about this, folks. It's a we couple love times to see it, too. right? Don't we, folks? Got couple a big times. pop from all of us. Uh, next, next meme. Is that it? That's it. That was the last one. Okay, great. We got to talk on. about two things. I'm going to say one thing we're not going to comment on because it's okay. a waste of time. But uh, CM Punk's allowed to use his music in AW. That's confirmed. I read that. I mean, his music being Living Color Cult of right. Personality. Which is a song I mean, that we not a surprise because WWE doesn't own it. But it's right, that's, that's fair game. Yeah. Expect to hear when. You know what I mean? So that's dope. Ric Flair released by WWE also, which we did, which is like I guess well, huge news, but like I don't not. know. But it's legend stuff. It's all whatever, right? No, it's not. You know my take on that, right? I told you my take on this. What's your take on that? I'm gonna go my pee. Take, Give your take. All right. I well, to. I already told you my take, so I don't need you. So you go pee. Yeah. But for Newman and Phil and all the jabroniacs at home, my take on that is Ric Flair is the smartest thing he could do because like let me just go to AEW. This way, when my baby girl Charlotte's up for contract negotiation. They toss her another two or three million because she's going to be like, look, my dad's over there. My boyfriend's over there. Like, that's where I want to be. Obviously, I want to be with you guys. WWE's my home. But, like, I'm getting a lot of pressure to go over there because it's just such a – it would just be, be so much more better to be on the road with, with the, my family and stuff. So Flair's going there, I think, as, a, as an act of let me, uh, let, me, let me turn myself into a living bargaining chip for my mm-hmm. daughter to make some more quiche. That's my thought on this. I mean um – yeah, I agree. Where, where the fuck did Dan go? He's the dirtiest player in the game, Newman. 
He knows the rules. He knows how to make some money. Dan is or Rick? No, Dan. Dan went to pee. Dan is the uh, most unprofessional player. Uh, Most unprofessional. Let me tell you something. Uh, Just to peel back the curtain for all you listeners of the show. Every time I'm on this show, Dan says, "Hey, we got to start actually a little early today because I got a thing to do after. So could we? Could you be here 15 minutes? Whatever it is, whatever time he says, it's half an hour after that time." He's the reason we're starting late, and he leaves at least once during every podcast to pee. I don't know what kind of bladder this guy's working with. You don't think I got to pee? I'm crushing Trulies. I'm required to crush Trulies. I don't get up to pee. I finish the show like a champion, and that's why I'm the champion. I, just, I knew you guys could handle it, so that's why I didn't pause. And I, and I, I can handle anything. I've I handled. That, so don't turn it. I've handled head. things in my life most people wouldn't even dream were possible oh, to man. even face. Bro, are you going to be ready for me or what? We're going to do Mania when I fucking run through Tulo? Pal, i am not been training at all. I've been crushing Trulies because I'm, I'm trying to get that money. I'm not in shape right now. We'll see what happens in this match. I know you're looking past Tulo. He might beat you. I don't know. I'll tell you what. If it's you I have to fight after Tulo, I might have to push it back all the way to Mania. If it's Tulo I got to fight, I could probably do that couple weeks later or something like that what's the next pay-per-view after after SummerSlam do we know uh, don't know actually SummerSlam backlash it's, it's, there's probably yeah. something be- before Survivor Series you know what I mean Summerlash yeah. the Rock well, look, is being reported for Survivor Series by the way Brock no the Rock well you know I love to hear it but yeah, yeah. look I'm not uh, good luck in your match Dan I'm not really concerned I don't have a match in the books I'm, I'm just Hanging out, eating poke and fucking loco yeah. mocos and sipping truly and just having well, whatever. Time. I gotta get out of here anyway. Okay, um, me too. I live in Hawaii. I got so I'm gonna bring up one last small thing, which is ah, I don't even care about it. I don't want to talk up. about it. Too bad. It's fine. I'm gonna say Keith Lee beat Karrion Cross. On... <laughs> Did that happen last week? <laughs> yeah, it's like what? Oh no, Karrion Cross beat Keith Lee, and now they have Keith Lee beat Karrion Cross. Yeah, but so I think I read that they're going for making Car- like Scarlet show up, and then Karrion Cross gets like strong once she shows up, and that's why they're kind of uh-huh. burying him. But holy shit, man, he's the but he is the NXT champion. You know what I mean? Like, and they are like if you follow NXT Twitter and, and like Instagram and w- WWE, you, it's like literally it's the first time ever you see like they they're talking about like how strong Karrion Cross is. Like his they're building up his Samoa Joe match. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. And right? And they're literally like, who has the stronger Coquina clutch or whatever? You know what I mean? Like and then you see like Keith Lee defeats Karen Cross, like in the same feed. You know what I mean? And you're like, man, these companies just like don't function together in any capacity, right? They now. don't. I mean, sometimes it syncs up nice, but mostly they're just totally independent. But yeah. the other thing I really think that's more of a symptom of they have never once done anything with Keith Lee, right? Like, they never know where this guy... Le- like, sometimes they make him going shoulder-to-shoulder shoulder with Lashley and being just as powerful as Lashley. Sometimes they have him dropping out to fucking Damian Priest. Like, they don't really know where this guy lands, and I think that's mostly a function right. of him being a fucking lackluster talent. Like, there's no- we don't really know what to do with this guy. Nor should we. I mean, he's got nothing for me. So, what are you going to do? I mean, you get the Karen Cross in there, it's like, they don't know how to play it. Him beats him, who beats it? We don't know. We don't know what to do with this guy. We don't know. Anyway, let's get out of here. I got to run. Fine. Uh, it, I mean, Fine. interesting week. I can't wait to see Bray Wyatt in AEW. Or I just can't I wait mean, to see. It. I just can't wait to see him, who's one of the rare talents we saw got to go creatively like go in in WWE. Yeah. And then let's see him like really go because mm-hmm. unlike Alistair, I love Alistair and I believe in Alistair, but Bray is. 
next level when it comes to the Bray's creativity. Bray's a different. Bray's Bray next different. level. Bray's, Bray's, he's, uh, Bray's one of the, he's one of the all-time best at what he does, and, period. And Bray has the opportunity to really fucking turn some fucking heads in this business in a way. And, and, and he already has done it. I've already got called. He's one of the rare talents. I'll just put it in that way. Who I've gotten calls being like, who is that monster guy? Like, and yeah. he did it in two different iterations of himself. You know? Yeah, for sure. Uh, and so. Uh, but, but Bray's a classic guy that I think is going to go elsewhere, go to Japan, do something fucking crazy we're yeah. all going to be talking about. Maybe even go to AW and, 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 and take a chance on something that doesn't work right away. And maybe have to find a new, a new footing. But he's going to do something new. He's going to become huge wherever he goes in five years. And he will be back in WWE. And they'll have no choice but to take him back and, and put a rocket up yeah. his ass. Because the guy's too fucking good. And everyone knows it. So yeah. I'm excited for it. I would love... I could envision a Bray and Malachi d- duo. Like, that's a fucking duo I could get behind. Jesus, man. They put the guy with fucking Ricochet. They might as well throw him with a fucking... With a, a real fucking master. Let's see. craft. Uh, a lot. There's a lot of posts about the guy um, who in in PWG who's dressed like the bull, whatever his name is. I forget his the name. Bull. Yeah, yeah. And they they want Torito. What's his name? Well, no. Torito I've seen him wrestle a, a bunch of times. Little he's like, person. He's dressed like literally like a. He looks like like a man You know. Um, Don't know. And he dre- he wrestles in PWG. He's literally like a human. Is he a bull. lucha? Uh, no, no. But he oh, wrestles. So yeah, no. yeah. He wrestled Bandino. Um, and okay. they, they, a lot of people putting them together, like in a, in a, in a, in a thing. I forget his fucking name. Anyway, everybody, two things you got to know before we get out of here. First off, bonus episode: Patreon.com/slash means wrestling that come out Friday morning. We'll talk AW. We'll be talking about this Alistair match versus Cody tonight, which I'm sure is just the, the, the spark of whatever the hell is going to go down with them. It's going to be fun. And then we'll be talking Juventud Guerrero versus Chris Jericho tonight on uh, AW. Hubenstank. Uh, Hubenstank. <laughs> And then we're going to be talking about, uh, and then uh, also get your tickets, DZ and Friends. I'm telling you, the tickets mm-hmm. are selling faster than, uh, that, not that faster, faster than a speeding bullet. Well, fa- not, I don't know, faster than I expected, blah, blah, blah. Who knows? We're, we're like back. You know what I mean? Weird times here. They're selling faster than I expected, giving like COVID stuff. So make sure you get them uh, as soon as possible. Uh, DZ and Friends, SummerSlam Tacular, Lincoln, uh, at Heel Ziggler, at COW Podcast, at Dan Black Attack. You know where to get it all. And uh, you'll be get to see Sheb's mainland coronation celebration. Um, and, oh, uh, my God. Guys, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be the party of the summer. No, but for real, though, I, I, just to pull back the curtain as a guy who's enjoyed making content for you guys, and I appreciate you guys listening, and I know Dan and Newman do as well. But this is the first cow live show back from this crazy year or two we've had. We'd love for you to be there. We'd love to share it with you. We couldn't be more excited to be making live comedy happen again, so that's super fucking fun. Me and Dan are both super jacked right now, which is nice. Uh, I'm a champion. He's not. But still, come to the show. It's going to be a great time, a great memory. And honestly, I haven't been to a wrestling show. I'm going to be at SummerSlam, and that's going to be my first show back in a long time. So I'm super pumped about that. It's going to be a great weekend. And we'd love to have you there. PWG so check it out. So fucking great. The crowd was so hot. Great time. And PW, that was your great first time. show back? That was yeah. your first wrestling oh, show? Oh, yeah. That's great awesome. time. Great time. All right, well, everybody. Hey, keep watching wrestling. Kisses. Cheers up.